Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rad, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. Hi, and welcome to the Digital Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Rad, and today we've got a special guest all the way from Barcelona, and this is Nelson Ferreira from, from TrustYou.com. And now this is a really interesting brokerage, brand new brokerage site, uh, a newcomer on the market. And I thought I'd invite Nelson to come along and talk about what they these guys specialize in, because for our community, particularly those of you who are learning how to buy websites, you're just starting on that journey, you're going to find this really interesting because on Nelson's uh, brokerage site, Trust You, they've got some really lower priced websites in the five dollars to $100,000 range. But also what you are going to find fascinating, whilst the, it sounds like Nelson's selling these smaller sites, they of course sell six and seven figure websites as well. But I want to talk about Nelson's story as well, because wait till you hear what he used to do before he gave it all up and started this this new um, brokerage. So Nelson, uh, thanks for coming along today. It's great to have have you on. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so thank you so much to, for having me. Thank you. Yeah, it's a Nelson. Congratulations on you know you're a newcomer to the game, and within when when did you start Trust You? It's a, you guys are, are quite new in in this space. Yeah, yeah. So we, we launched Trusty on January 2019, um, yeah. a little bit uh, more than four years, four years ago. Um, and yeah, that's when I decided to to launch Trusty. And and you know th this is a obviously this is a mature marketplace now. There's been brokers around for like like a decade. Tell us what did you decide to do? Like you, you do a few things unique from from my point of view, but I want to hear it. I want to. This is your time, Nelson. <laughs> what, what what do you see is that you're doing differently? What what niches have you carved out in this space? So I, I can go directly to the, the the complete story, Matt. So uh, um, before I launched Westview, um, I worked in a, in a in a content company here in Spain, um, yep. which is my LinkedIn, Link to Media. Um, and I was one of the first hires of, of, of this company. I did my career over there and I, I became the director of operations of that company. Um, one of my roles was, was to be involved in some acquisitions. Um, and that's when I detected that there was this need to have this platform. And we didn't, I didn't know about because we were doing outbound, we reached directly the, the, the project that we want to acquire. Um, so I detected this opportunity here in Europe and mainly in Spain and Portugal. Um, there was this need to have a platform to so buyers and sellers can meet together. And we also facilitate and, and provide safety for those those deals. The interesting that might be interesting, I don't know. Um, so when I left that company, we had 60 million users per month. Um, we were, we, they are still doing pretty well, actually. They, they, have, they do an amazing job. Um, we have multiple websites and YouTube channels. Um, and, and I ran all, I ran, I, I, I was managing all the international projects, like the Italian projects, French projects, English projects, and, and Portuguese projects. Um, but I saw that 
mainly on YouTube, there wasn't a, a good enough platform from my perspective to mm. do those deals. And also on, on the websites here in Europe, I, I thought we, we could do a little, we could do better. Uh, basically, that's why I decided to, to go on this adventure and, and launch Terrestrial. Because I, I think it's really interesting, Nelson, your, your story. Like I said, it's, it's seriously impressive what you were doing. When you think about your career, I know a lot of people in this space naturally think of, you know, dot-coms and being in America primarily. I know we, we even teach that. But here you are in Europe. You know, you started out, your whole career was basically managing a portfolio of websites that got up to 60 million, you know, users a month. This is serious, serious size marketplace in, in Europe that you've got. And then, so how many years did you spend there, did you say? What what was your... I, I was six years, six years, six on, years. on doing that, yeah. Um, and were they primarily content sites? So they're in different European all, languages, or different kinds? Different, so we, 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 we had, when I left the country, I think six languages, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian, Okay. French, English. We had uh, like a mini project in Japanese, um, but yeah, only content at the moment right. um, and informational. So it was uh, wow. the, the first idea was to to do something like eHow and WikiHow yep. um, in the Spanish market. That was the first project. Actually, okay. it still exists, and the name is soncomo.com. Um, yeah. And I went to the company to start the Portuguese version, and then we multiply that to multiple languages and start to to build verticals. Um, but all informational content. And so basically, what we teach here at eBusiness, which is content sites, and now, so what 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 happened? Why did you? So I'm presuming that's one of the bigger online media companies in in Europe that you know you're basically. It, running that that site their website portfolio what the hell made you want to change <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is it is a, an important company here there are other bigger than than those but it is an, a major player here in in mainly in spain um and the decision was i wanted to 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 entrepreneur to start my my own my own business and i really thought that we could make a change here we could provide better a better platform or, or, or in some cases a platform because it didn't exist yeah. in, some, in some markets and yep. I really became passionate about about that the other thing has to do with my personality so um I really enjoy to start things from zero which is not that common a lot of people yeah like to scale I'm I'm a person who really enjoy to to launch all those I I, I don't I I'm I can't remember how many projects I launched from zero on, on that company. And this idea, the, the trust you idea had a thing that I, I still passionate about it, which is I'm also a very analytic guy. Um, we have the, the opportunity and we are so fortunate. And I always say this to, 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 to our team to see so many projects and to learn every day. And this is an amazing thing to do. So we learn a lot from our clients, and we every day that we came to to our to 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 the office, eh, we still learn. And and you can help with all all the no the knowledge that you have um, 
get it. Um, so that's that's the thing that really made me do this decision to launch to launch the, the the project. Yeah, and you've grown quite rapidly I, because I, I, you know, congratulations. I, you know, looking over your website, seeing how many staff members you have now, and you were saying before you've got venture capital on. So so you did a you did a, a fundraising with for this as well. Yeah, uh, well, right? yeah. In in we did we did some months ago, like one year and a half ago. We did a pre-seed round. Um, yeah. It's public. It's half, we raised half a million. Um, nice. And, and I'm I'm very proud because that so they are not that known probably in in the rest of of the world. But the VCs that enter on our cap table, they are pretty much the the top guys here in Spain. Well, so. Right. Uh, it's it's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty good. But regarding the, the, the just to, to another thing regarding the question, so I made this decision, but it is a scary decision. I was very yeah. comfortable. Yeah, I was very comfortable, but sometimes you have to make that decision. And how did it go? Like you know, you make that transition to launching Trust You. Did did it did it start the work pretty quickly for you, or was it was it? You know what? What was that? Can you remember back to two thousand and nineteen? What those first say six months were like? Hard, uh, but pretty enjoyable at the same time. And so, uh, as soon as I launched, I launched the the, the website in November twenty eighteen. Mm -hmm. um, in the first week, I was able to to sell a small channel. I had the first clue that we were doing good. A very small channel for two hundred euros. That was my first mm -hmm. sale. Um, and because of of the of the SEO background, I was capable yeah. to to rank to rank the main keywords that I wanted to rank so rapidly. We 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 had like organic traffic, not that much, but I mean a little bit on Sam and PPC. And just three months after, I did a, um, a sale of one hundred fifty, I think one hundred fifty k. Um, three months in the market, and and th those were enough signs to see that we were doing good. But yeah, every time you launch, uh, every time you start a project, it's pretty hard. Just made me made me think of something there. See see where your SEO skills can take you, Nelson. That's how that's how you reached out to us. That you picked up that we linked to you somewhere in some little article we did, and I got that anyone listening. It's funny. This is how Nelson approached us and said, "Hey, thanks for the link." Because he's a good SEOer, he noticed the the link, and not only that, he then reached out because it creates a connection, networking. Next thing you know, here he is. What it well, not next thing, like a year or two later. So we've been chatting since then. But that's how you network, guys, and any of you in the community know this is what we teach. It, and that's because of your SEO skills. That's pretty cool. Um, is, I was surprised. Here we are in Australia, and and someone from Spain is reaching out and saying, "Hey, thanks for the link," but. Let's look at the the interesting niche that you've carved because I don't. Some of our listeners probably don't realise if you're new to our community. But one of the things that we've taught over the years is when you're buying a really nice niche for content sites because it's not as competitive, is European based sites. So over the years, Liz and I have owned sites that are in Spanish and also in some other language. But we, Spanish is actually relatively easy for us to work with because it's a relatively easy to still do keyword research on. And guys, here we have Nelson, 
who sells <laughs> Spanish websites. That's his specialty at a really cool price in the sweet spot, in the 5K to $100,000 range. So, Nelson, you being a, a bit of an SEO legend, especially in Europe, there, no, no pressure or anything, but for people <laughs> listening to this, what's your take on it as well is is have you found like for your client's sake these spanish sites and uh, you know in that let's stick with spanish sites are they typically easier even in this day and age to rank versus say the american typical dot coms i think so 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 things evolved a, a lot from the last 10 years in yeah. every market but the, 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 i think the same rule applies so if it's harder, if it's hard to 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 rank anything in 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 the U.S. market, in the English market, the European languages and Latin, so Brazil, the Portuguese. When we talk about Portuguese, Portugal, my country is a very small country. Normally, we are focused on Brazil. Those languages are a little bit easier, um, and they will always be because U.S. and the English market it's always ahead of of the other the other markets mm -hmm. and i think uh, you, you thank you thank you for your words Matt. you are being very kind um and <laughs> and one thing that that you i think you forgot to mention which is also another amazing opportunity it's not only that the spanish websites and european uh, languages are a little bit easy to work with there are not that much competitors um the price range fine and the other thing is the sales multiple so this is not uh, as mature market as the english market when you are seeing Ooh. english websites being sold for 30 40 plus yep. um the average um monthly profits in, in the spanish and portuguese markets you can still find something in 18 20 something um yeah 30 so also the sales multiple but this will change uh, absolutely so guys if you're listening to this now seriously nelson's right this will change how long do you think this is going to last for but there are bargains to be had here relative bargains nelson what, I, what i'm thinking is for any of our listeners who are a bit more experienced if they've had success no matter what size if it's six seven figure success online or even smaller than that if you've had success in the american market or an English-speaking market, you might want to consider now replicating that. Go and hunt around on Trust You. Look for similar websites. Buy established sites. They're already up and running. You know how to how they work in the English market. You can get them at a bargain um, multiple, and you can just rinse and repeat and build them up again. So I think there's lots of opportunities for anyone listening to this to this podcast who's interested in creating and buying digital assets, particularly content sites, to go and check out Trust.io and have that, that's one strategy or one idea. You can get them cheap multiples, it's not quite as competitive, and you can just replicate what you've done in other markets, or if you're a beginner, you can just buy a small site. But the other thing that Trust.io does really interesting, Nelson, this is what we've got to talk about. Something that stands out for me, and this is why I want, actually wanted to interview, because I'm actually personally interested in this, is, You've got a lot of YouTube listings. Man, I haven't seen many brokers do that. To And, and it's really interesting. I'm presuming they're Europeans. That's a double whammy. So, again, really good values on those. And it looks like you've really carved a nice niche for yourself there with YouTube channels. Uh, we did. We did. And we, we are doing very good on it. represents a lot on our deal flow, as, as I mentioned, Matt. Um, but here in YouTube, uh, I would say that we 
we are globally so we have channels from all over the world um yep. and it's pretty easy to to migrate those those assets we we know very well what we are doing on on that market um we've been doing that for 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 years also on on well, my previous experience i also managed multiple teams to, to who run youtube channels we are on top of game regarding the metrics and the main kpis on on those on those assets and yeah we, so we have already uh, i think uh, you 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 asked me uh, we have sold the channel for 1 million plus um yep. but we also have channels for 500 um oh, yeah. we are pre-agnostic oh in in prices in 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 niches um but it is it is a very interesting market and i think trust it's very well um known by yeah. more for youtube channels although we also sell all other types of, of websites content ecom yeah. but yeah you're you're getting no because i think that's a really like you were saying to me earlier there's some big interest now in youtube channels uh what 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 was some of the the interest that you've seen out there at the big scale in, in YouTube channels? Because it's just getting a feeling of where this might head to, say over the next five years. What 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 what's the what's the you know, what's the action in the YouTube channel mm. asset space? I I, I would say um, so. I don't know if if the audience probably know this, but like two three years four years ago it started a trend of fba aggregators with companies yep. like trust doing amazing acquisitions work and and some other fba aggregators mm -hmm. i would say that we are on the first year of youtube aggregators there are a lot of a lot of things happening here there are a lot of of youtube aggregators starting and with a lot of a lot of cash to spend um and we know Pretty much all of them um and so those the, the, these are very interesting years for the the youtube markets and another interesting fact i think i'm not sure if it was last year or two years ago youtube paid more than i think 30 billion us dollars for yeah. the creators so this is a, an example of the, the the scale of this economy yeah that's interesting when you start seeing so anyone listening when you start seeing these aggregators coming basically they're they're funds that have hundreds of millions of dollars to spend on websites yeah there was a big rate a big trend of that for e-commerce sites amazon fba then it's moved into content sites and we're just hearing it today it looks like as nelson just said is we're just at the very beginning with youtube sites now i i think that's because you know these big funds know content is king content and eyeballs is where the money is and they're just buying up whatever they can and YouTube is just another content machine and it's very powerful I think for if you're listening did you hear what Nelson just said you don't just need hundreds of millions to do this though you can buy them for 500 bucks and so the other thing is if you're running content sites you may want to hunt around on on trust you as well to look at a YouTube channel that could complement your content side or the niches that you're in if you're in sport because you've got YouTube channels in every single niche it seems it's it I think we, we, some... yeah we have we have a lot of uh, of course we also do a very hard vetting on on all the properties but yeah. uh, on YouTube and yeah. we, we need to see the that there is no red flag um for us and the red flags can mean a lot of things but so 
it might be related with the type of content. Um, are the users, the subscribers real? Um, and, and, and all the, all those organic metrics, if everything is correct and, and it's, it's, um, and the content it's, it's okay, we list it. And in the end, it's a matter of, of, of the revenue and the profit that the channel is, is earning. Um, and we have all sizes, all sizes and, and global. We have clients from Australia, from, right. from US, Africa, <laughs> we okay. have clients all over the world. So is it, we, if you, cause it's sold on a multiplier of profit, if you need it for a traffic driving strategy, you can pick yourself up a bargain with a YouTube channel. You can, and there are people doing that. And another thing that you mentioned, we, we also sell some packs of, of a website and a YouTube channel. And sometimes the website generates more traffic and revenue. Sometimes the, the YouTube channel generates more, more earnings. But yeah, you, you can, and there are multiple strategies that for, for people who are buying those those channels. Yeah. So if you're a bit, guys, if you're, well, it doesn't matter what level you're at, but if you're, especially if you're a bit more intermediate and advanced in buying websites, you might want to seriously start considering just, just looking around at the YouTube options as well, because you've got to follow the big money. That's what we've always been taught. Follow, if you want to get rich, follow the big money. What are they doing? You know, and if they're, you're hearing it here today for the first time, there's, there seems to be a, a bit of a trend here with these aggregators buying up now YouTube channels for very obvious reasons. Um, so on that question, like, because I would imagine anyone listening to this podcast would be brand new to um, mm -hmm. buying a YouTube channel. Is it pretty easy to do due diligence on on a YouTube channel? I'm imagining it would be because everything's tracked. But in your because you're a, you're a data guy, right? Is it pretty easy to do due diligence, do due diligence on a when you buy a website uh, a, a YouTube channel? Sorry, it Matt, it is easier than a than a, a content website. So. There are a couple of things that you that you need to know. You also have to have a little bit of experience, but the main KPI is it's very easy to have access and and to see that everything yeah. is legit. And also the, the the transfer of those assets are pretty easy, and we we know very well um, what what we are doing. Our team it's it's top notch, and and it is it is easy to 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 vet everything and 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 to see. If all the metrics of the channel are organic, if you are not, if you if the, the owner is not doing something wrong, um, we also have to mention that we do that job. Um, okay. We also we also do a very hard vetting, but of yep. course the buyer the buyer needs to know what he's buying and he also needs to do his due diligence. But it, I would say it's pretty easy and it's easier than a, a content website and much easier than an e-commerce. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah, and that's what I was going to ask too. So your team, I noticed you've got quite a big team now. Um, I'm presuming that's part of their role. They're, they're vetting those YouTube channels as well. They know what they're doing. So if someone, if someone listening to this came to you guys, they could be, you know, nothing's ever guaranteed, guys. Like, but, you know, these are being, before you even list them, you, you vet them to a degree, these YouTube channels. Yeah. So before anyone lists the channel, actually, it, it, it is our team who lists the, the properties on our marketplace to produce everything. And before that, we need to have access to the channels um, to see that everything is correct. And if it's not, we do not list it. And not only because it's not related with, with red flags, but we might be 
be listing only 20% of the leads that we receive. All right. Just, be just because of a resource thing. So we, yep. we, we as you might see, we, we charge um, a success fee and we only yep. list channels that we believe that we that will sell it. Awesome. All right. Nelson, that is unreal. It's just fascinating. I think we're going to have to we have to do a, an update interview at some point down the track. And and what what I wanted to do today was, as you know, just just introduce our community to the opportunities with, I, I would like to say specifically Spanish sites, guys. They're, they've been very successful for Liz and I over the years, and we've and it's relatively easy for um, us to buy these sites. And now with a very it's pretty much a, a special, Nelson, what you've got is a for content, for foreign language content sites in a really sweet spot price point. I think you've set up a beautiful platform there, Nelson. So hopefully, you, um, so you know, that, that that's fantastic. But also this, the buying and selling of YouTube digital as digital assets, that that's a fascinating space. That's definitely one that, you know, if you're a bit more advanced, you should be taking a look at. So Big thank you for coming along today, Nelson. Um, awesome, you, awesome to introduce you to our community. And I'm sure we'll, we'll have you on, on another one soon. And guys, if if you're listening to the to this for the first time and you haven't done our free masterclass, make sure you do. Sign up at the eBusiness Institute forward slash masterclass so you can learn how to buy and sell digital assets and websites and then get out there on a on platform like Trust You and have a look and start out safe by small little sites. That's the other big advantage of, of your platform there, Nelson. But thanks so much. Thank you so much, Matt, to, to have to having me here. Thank you. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.